I'm Geraldo Rivera. I'm Emily Campagno. And I'm Eric Sean. This is a Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, January 26th, 2020. I'm Trey Yankst. A COVID-19 stimulus package is in the works and could bring much-needed relief to many Americans. Right now, it's just a proposal, and it includes things like more direct payment to Americans, uh, an extension of unemployment insurance benefits, rental assistance, money to get schools back open safely. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. One of the first tasks facing President Biden is dealing with the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. The president said he is open to negotiating the amount Americans will receive under his plan. Currently, the proposed number is $1,400. Overall, the proposal, if put into a bill and ultimately passed into law, would cost $1.9 trillion. While many Democrats are on board, some Republicans in Washington are pushing back. President Biden has proposed this $1.9 trillion package that he calls the uh, American Rescue Plan, which is essentially additional COVID stimulus. This is Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. Right now, it's just a proposal, and it includes things like more direct payment to Americans, uh, an extension of unemployment insurance benefits, rental assistance, money to get schools back open safely. But there are a few issues with it that uh, Republicans and even some uh, Democrats have, more moderate Democrats have. And particularly, one of the things that stands out to them is $350 billion that is allocated for state and local governments. And essentially, they say, the, the Republicans in particular who are against certain parts of this package, that that amounts to a, a bailout for blue states that have issues with finances that predate the pandemic. Given the fact that Democrats are controlling both chambers of Congress, is it going to be difficult for Republicans in Washington to push back against a large stimulus package like this? I think based on what I've seen, there is a chance that it it goes through debate and has to be reduced in size. Um, because they, they would, the Democrats would essentially need everybody on board, 50 of their own senators, plus 10 additional senators to get this through, as is without going through a more complicated process, which it looks like it's going toward, based on our, uh, our other colleagues reporting, it looks like maybe March is when they would be able to take this up because of the processes that they have to go through. Um, and, you know, in doing this story, we looked at a few different analyses of the package and its chances of passing. And uh, one of the ones we used is from Moody's Analytics. And essentially, they just take a, an economic view of how it would impact the economy and its chances of passing. And what they say is that essentially... They think something will get passed in the spring, but they suspect that it'll be around half of what President Biden is proposing. That's still a trillion dollars, though. So, you know, still could add substantially to the deficit, still could include some money for uh, uh, state and local governments, and could also include, you know, some of those direct payments to Americans. Maybe it's not as much. That's another sticking point, too, Trey, is the uh, direct payments. As you remember back, I think, in December, 
there was back and forth on should it be $600, should it be $2,000, which Democrats and then President Trump were pushing for. They passed the $600, so this plan includes $1,400 additional dollars to be sent out to to Americans, uh, but that's a $425 billion price tag, so that's a good chunk of that nearly $2 trillion package is, is those payments alone. And certain senators, uh, like Susan Collins of Maine and others, think that people who make too much are going to be included in in these additional check uh, checks that are sent out. So there's a lot of moving parts to this. And a- as Moody says, it, it could get cut down substantially because uh, of the politics involved. You've been listening to Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. We'll be right back. I was going to ask you about the politics. I mean, is there some middle ground in all of this? There's been substantial disagreement about the number in terms of a stimulus check going out to Americans during another round. There have been a lot of conversations about what the response from the former Trump administration looked like to COVID as a whole. And if the economic concern came too late in the pandemic, you know, once all of these businesses and and individuals were suffering, is there a middle ground where Republicans in Washington can sort of save face, even if they weren't behind some of these initiatives before, whether it had to do with the fact there was a Republican in the White House or just their constituents and who they have to answer to? But is there a middle ground in all of this? I think there is. There are some Republicans who, as of right now, are saying they don't think there's even any need for additional stimulus. They think it adds too much to the deficit, which you know, from a fiscal conservative standpoint, there is a case to be made about, you know, spending almost two trillion dollars. Um, so so that's where some of them stand. But I think with the shifting of, uh, of power to, to the Democrats, not only in Congress, uh, but also, you know, the presidency, I think there might have to be more wiggle room uh, on the Republican side to maybe get something passed that is uh, sizable, but not necessarily this uh, $1.9 trillion proposal. So if you look at certain elements of it, you know, a a lot of the money that Biden is proposing or or more than $100 billion would go toward uh, the pandemic response, things like testing and supplies and vaccine distribution. So, you know, there are certain elements of it that I think unequivocally we all agree we need to focus on those things so if they can put aside you know what the payment amounts are going to be and you know should these uh this money be directed to state and local governments there there is some common ground there that i think they can find but you know it might take some time and it might take chopping away at uh certain provisions that you know, President Biden wouldn't want to do away with, but might have to. And by the way, it's not even a bill yet. It's just a a package that he's laid out and it would need to be formally proposed as a bill. So, you know, there's there's a long way to go. And as we've seen with the first two uh, stimulus packages that did get passed, it it takes a while. I mean, I think maybe April was the first one, March or April. And then it was almost 10 months before the next one was passed. So, Obviously, with the shifting of power, that probably won't be dragged out as long, but there's still a chance that there's a lot of, you know, debate to still be had. 
you're often talking to Americans in the heartland of the country, small business owners, everyday people who are trying to get by and support their families. I think one big criticism of previous spending initiatives in Washington had to do with a lot of the small initiatives that were pushed forward sort of hidden in a larger bill. I remember last time hearing of certain language that was used to describe a Smokey the Bear, for example, in putting out forest fires and how people previously could go to jail for for misusing a slogan like this. That was one example of, of many in these spending bills of money that was sort of tucked away, not really discussed as much by lawmakers publicly, but the bill was used as a way to sneak in whether it's the sort of minute laws that had to be changed or amended and then additionally having to do with foreign aid there was a lot of criticism around money that was going to u.s allies around the world is that something that's going to be a problem in this plan and and has the administration signaled that they want to approach it any differently this time around well correct me if i'm wrong but i think the reason for all of those uh issues in in the last package was because it was tied with the overall budget And so it was all one huge bill that included the budget and stimulus. And so that's where those smaller issues came about. I think with this one, there will be uh, more debate about the actual provisions within the um, proposal, uh, like the money for uh, states. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, a lot of people see that money as – a bailout essentially for states that haven't, you know, done a good job with their finances. Illinois, as an example, with, you know, more than a hundred billion dollars worth of unfunded pensions. A lot of people say that's the root of the problem. And also uh, some of the democratic states were the ones with the more restrictive COVID measures. So now they're being financially hit harder by the, the lack of taxes coming in. And that has, you know, created bigger problems for them and so you know the argument is made at least by conservatives that you know taxpayers shouldn't essentially bail out these states so i think what we're going to see this time around is more substantive debate over those topics like the the money for the state and local governments like how much money needs to go out to americans directly um, whether to extend unemployment enhanced unemployment benefits um, and it might have less to do with the smaller uh, or, or I guess you could say, uh, items that might have been snuck by uh, that a lot of people didn't realize were in it till, uh, till it all came out. A unique story to be covering during a unique time as this pandemic continues. Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. Grady, thank you again for coming on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thanks, Trey. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.